your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host Trey Matthews. I must say guys, I have uh, felt better just physically because you know I woke up today and I had a massive headache. Oh, oh, and by the way, happy Halloween. Yes, that's right. I am recording this episode the day of posting it. So I believe that's a rare occasion for me, so that's why this episode is posted just, uh, I'd say, an hour or two later. Like I said, it is currently 12.21 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's October 31st. Hey, we're almost into November, and two months away from the end of 2020, so I'm sure a lot of people are happy about that, but don't get your hopes up because, trust me, two months, uh, let's see, there's 31 days in December, I'd say about 30 days in November, I think. So, you know, we still have 61 days and anything can happen in those 60-day time spans. So, you know, just 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 know that a lot of stuff can still happen. But, you know, I'm not trying to hope for the worst. I'm just saying, you know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That's that's all I'm saying. And I think I've said that on this show a couple of times. So, anyway, if you hadn't checked out uh, yesterday's episode, I talked about uh, Mitchell Miller and his bullying case and how... Um, you know, how the, the Coyotes uh, revoked uh, him from the team. They renounced his draft rights due to uh, them knowing about the bullying incident. And I must say, I, I think I got a few uh, parts of the story wrong because uh, I, I didn't know that the Coyotes actually knew about it prior. You know, maybe I missed an article or something about that nature. But my question to the Coyotes is, why did you draft him if you were just going to release him anyway due to this whole bullying incident? Maybe they just didn't know the severity of it. Maybe they just, um, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to make any excuses. I'm just trying to, you know, make assumptions. Um, maybe they just didn't know, like, fully what the situation was. Maybe they just knew, oh, someone got, he got bullied, uh, you know, did this, that, and a third. Maybe he changed his ways. But either way, I, I still feel as though Miller will be given another chance, but, you know, he's going to have to work. That that That's the thing. So, uh, you know, I, I really hope he reaches out to that family, does it, whatever it takes. I don't think that kid Isaiah wants to hold a grudge. I don't think his family wants to hold a grudge. They don't want to fear him. They want to uh, fix this. They want to solve it. And I feel as though that's what they're going to do. And honestly, that's just more... Um, that's more um, important than holding a grudge. And, you know, I struggle with that in life too, where, you know, I hold a grudge against someone and, and trust me, it, 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 it's not good. It, it really uh, puts a toll on you physically, mentally. And, uh, you know, that's how you, that person gets power over you. So I really hope Isaiah and his family um, really just, uh, I don't know, how, how would I say it? I really hope they work with Miller to maybe fix this. You know, it can't be 100% fixed. Let me just say that. But I really hope that Miller is can do whatever it takes just to, you know, show that he's remorseful uh, for what he did. Um, and, you know, that's all I have to say. Like, like I said, it's just a really difficult topic to talk about and, you know, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, not an expert in it. It's really difficult to talk about. It's really difficult to discuss. And, you know, just, just it's just very baffling and disturbing to know the things he did. But, uh, you know, if I've learned anything in life, people can turn around if they want to. So, 
you know that that that's all I have to say about it. Uh, so anyway, what are we going to be doing on today's show on this special Halloween? Well, uh, obviously, a couple episodes ago, I covered the fact that Dmitry Kulikov is coming to the New Jersey Devils on a one-year deal. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to do an, an old classic from this show. We are going to dissect an Amanda Stein interview. So that's right. Amanda Stein sat down with Dmitry Kulikov to discuss the contract and just discuss his opinions on the New Jersey Devils. And we are going to break that down. Obviously, I'm going to give some serious analysis. I'm going to give some funny ones. So, you know, let, let's have some fun on this Halloween. All right. So without further ado. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, not ready. Yeah, I need some energy. I'm really tired myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a built bar. So, where's my built bar? Oh, there it is. There it is. Here we go. Ha. Okay. Uh, so, l- let's get on with it. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know what a built bar is? Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved built bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non nut flavors. Six new flavors caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym, and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, built bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go, I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. Okay, Amanda Stein, take it away with Dimitri. Well, Dimitri, thanks so much for joining me. I know you're in Florida right now, so you're lucky you've got the nice warm weather. I see you sitting outside there. How are things uh, on your end? Yeah, it's the first first day in the last week, and uh, it got sunny. It's been raining. I felt like we we're in Vancouver. <laughs> okay, uh, that's just being very stingy with the weather in, in terms of like Florida rain versus uh, Canadian rain. So uh, I, I've been to both, and uh, let, let me just say, uh, when it rains in Florida, at least it's warm and it becomes humid. So you know, yes, humidity is very uncomfortable, and luckily it does not make my hair go poof or anything. But you know. Um, uh, in Canada, like, you know, especially living in Michigan, when it rains, it gets really cold. So, like, after it rains, you literally can just, like, breathe and see your breath. So, that's how cold it is in Michigan and Canada. So, uh, yeah, I'm using both as references. So, when it the, the difference between raining in the south and raining in the north is night and day. I, I don't know what he's talking about. But, anyway, let's continue with the interview. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, the nice weather corresponds with signing a new deal, joining a new team. What have the last couple of hours been like for you, especially given that we're in a different type of market in this world where being a free agent is a bit different? Yeah, I obviously um, was really busy uh, yesterday and, uh, you know, this morning, um, yesterday, obviously, you know, talking over the the contract and all the details and then, uh, you know, trying to, uh, today was more about trying to get all the, you know, other aspects of, you know, the move and, and uh, you know, trying to maybe find a place uh, real quick so we can, you know, come over and, and, you know, get settled in before the season starts. 
so this kind of stuff so it's kind of you know busy and you know nerve not nerve-wracking but you know stressful um but <laughs> i'm sure all of that will go away and you know in, uh, it'll get settled so I actually agree with uh, both uh, people in this case. So Amanda asked the right question, you know, what was free agency like? Because, you know, it's a little different. It's it's not the same that we're accustomed to. And, you know, if 2020 has taught us anything, and I've said it about so many times on this show, it's just that um, it's a strange time. It's a very confusing time. It's a very uncertain time. And, you know, it feels like something's been taken away from you. And, you know, it almost doesn't seem fair because it's like, I'm not supposed to be here in this case. We're not supposed to be in the off season right now. So like uh, to give you guys some reference, it's uh, it's well, it's technically about to be November in a few hours. So it's like we should be, um, you know, starting the season right now. That's where we should be like, you know, summer is meant for uh, recovery and then fall is when the NHL season starts and, you know, we're, we're not there yet. And obviously this is going to be a very short off season because we can't delay because if we keep delaying, then uh, we're, we're going to be in a situation where we're going to have to change the schedule permanently because players' bodies need uh, rest, especially uh, the players who remained in the bubble longer than most teams. So uh, teams like the Dallas Stars and also the champion Tampa Bay Lightning, they've been in the bubble way longer than a team like, um, let's see, I, I, I put myself on the spot. Let's see, who got knocked out in the first round? Oh, the Edmonton Oilers. So like obviously the Edmonton Oilers, they're going to be like, hey, let's start the season right now. We still had a few months of recovery, whereas the Stars and Lightning, they're going to be like, no, 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 no. We've been in the bubble way longer than you guys have. We need a break. We need a rest because the offseason is really crucial uh, for most people because it's like, you know, uh, for the first month of the offseason, you know, you're you're relaxing, you're kicking back. And then uh, the, then as the offseason progresses, you slowly but surely start to get back into game uh, working out. So, uh, for, for example, so like uh, it, let's split this up into three segments. So segment one, you're just resting like you're at home, you're with a family, like you're just chilling back on your couch, reflecting on the season. Stage two, you start to do like light activities just to get back into it slowly but surely. And then stage three is when you're getting ready for the season. Like it's a grind. Like, you know, you're putting that toll on your body. So for anyone who thinks the offseason is just strictly relaxing, you'd be greatly mistaken. So like, um, yeah, I I see where Kulikov is coming from. It's not exactly nerve wracking, but, you know, you're unsure because free agency is so different. It's so much shorter. Uh, it's so much, uh, pressure and it's just like less time than we're accustomed to. So, you know, it can be very stressful, very uncertain. And I, I totally get it. And obviously this, this is, um, one of the best questions that Amanda Stein has asked because it's like, you know, what, how does a free agent react in this case when, you know, the, the free agency is, is so short, they're a little uncertain where they're going to be playing, where they're going to be at. And, you know, they got to get ready. They can't just be relaxing. They got to get ready for, uh, the, the season because as I stated, uh, many, many, many times already, this is going to be a very short off season. I think, uh, the NHL is projected to start, uh, in January. Um, and you know, we see a lot of other sports leagues like the NBA, uh, they're projected to start, uh, just in like a month or two. So also in January or, or Christmas, whatever the case might be. So, you know, we're, this is going to, for all teams, for all sports, I think with the exception of, uh, 
I think with the exception of baseball, because they usually end in October anyway, this is going to be a very short off season. Just, just, you know, short, simple to the point. So it is very stressful and it's very uncertain. And, you know, I couldn't imagine myself being in that situation. Well, that, and I'm never going to be a professional athlete under any circumstance, despite me playing college baseball, but you know, it, 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 it happens. And, you know, this, this is uh, where the mental part takes in. Like, can you mentally prepare for the season because it's going to be a long, grueling season. Like, 82 games, like, obviously, they they probably won't be playing 82 games this year. But 82 games, um, realistically, might seem like a short time and go by very quickly for a fan. But trust me, after those 20 games as a player, you start to feel it. Especially if you're a youngster and a rookie. So, you know, we, we call that the rookie wall. So, yeah, it, it can really take a while. So, if you could describe for our fan base what type of player you feel you are, what your strongest assets are, how would you describe your game? I don't know. I never liked this question. Like, how can okay. you describe your your own, like, abilities um, without sounding, I don't know, condescending? It's it's a tough question. I don't know. It, I, I think I'm a good player, very solid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Defensively and works too. <laughs> yeah, so solid. I'm, I'm a, you know, good skater. I've always thought I've been a good skater. Um, that's it. Play good defensively. Play, try to play hard. Play with an edge. I got a kick out of his answer. I, I must really be honest with you because as an athlete, I see where he's coming from. It's like, how do you describe your game? Uh, you know, without sounding cocky or sounding like you suck. So, like, you know, uh, obviously uh, the fans want to say, yeah, I'm this, I'm that, you know, this, that, and a third. But, you know, you're not really being honest with yourself. So you're getting th- their expectations up. You're obviously sounding very condescending. You you have a big ego. Uh, so it's like I always hated this question as, a, as an athlete because it's like, how do I describe my game? Because, like, usually I, I let other people describe my game or I just let my game do the talking. So, like, you know like like my dad like if i'm on like a college visit or you know let's just say let's go back in time i'm on a college visit uh you know for baseball and my dad is with me and you know a coach will ask like what does your son bring to the game my dad's gonna be honest with them he's he's gonna certainly be honest with them he's been honest with them before didn't didn't matter if it was college it could be travel high school whatever the case might be he's always gonna be honest and you know that's the thing so like um you know uh I always hated this question as an athlete because it's just like, you know, if I'm simple or if I'm honest, it's like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, I have a good shot. But unfortunately, you know, I'm not good on the penalty kill. Uh, you know, I'm a great defensive man. But unfortunately, when the defensive man is bigger than me, they shoot past me. But, you know, when, when we have a little defender uh, or, you know, when, when I have a, a smaller player coming at me, I'll just truck them out the way and things like that nature. One, that's too specific. Uh, two, I just forgot everything I just said because it was too specific. And three, that doesn't get me excited. That I'm, I appreciate the honesty, but it doesn't get me excited for this team. And you know, um, just, just like, but if I'm, if I say, yeah, I'm this, that, and a third, I'm, I'm gonna be the next star. I'm gonna have my jersey uh, hanging in the rafters when I'm done here. You know, now it's like the expectations are too high, and now it's just like, well, I hope your mouth does the talking. So. Or, or now your mouth does the talking. I hope your play does the talking uh, and your uh, playing talks just as much as your mouth. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I always hated that question as, as an athlete. It's so hard to answer it. I got a kick out of his answer because I agree with him 100%. So uh, I'm already liking Dimitri.
So maybe it's easier, maybe it's easier for you to, to answer a question about other people. So what do you know about the New Jersey team, um, given how young it is, how many up and coming players there are, and what excites you about joining a team like that? Uh, very, very excited. You know, the, the young players um, in the team are very skilled and talented players. Um, and, you know, get a chance to play with them, you know, grow myself as a, as a player and then help them become better players is, is just what, what the opportunity um, in front of me possesses. Okay, now this is a better question. It can either help team chemistry or completely destroy it because, you know, sometimes your teammates will be honest of your style of play or maybe they'll just talk about the good and not the bad. And, you know, the fans will be like, uh, you know, well, okay, we'll be the judge of that. So, you know, uh, obviously it's his teammate saying, so his teammate will be nice either way. So, you know, if his teammate is saying the true things, then, you know, maybe um, – maybe uh it's something we can expect so anyway uh yeah we are a young team and i think it's uh gonna be very exciting or not exciting i think just interesting to see what kind of team we're gonna be this year obviously we won't be contenders but i believe wholeheartedly that maybe we can sneak our way into the playoffs just maybe you know i i think that's what uh, uh fitzgerald is trying to do he's just trying to uh, build uh, this interesting roster of diamonds in the rough and just uh, people who, you know, I don't know, you know, just uh, screen potential. I don't, I don't know what the case might be. But, yeah, uh, this is going to be very exciting, very interesting, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, I, I must say. So, you know, after a few trades and a few discussions and also talking to my friend uh, Vinny Sansoni and just uh, – you know, getting his perspective on it, I, I must say, he, he kind of changed my mind about the Murray uh, trade a little bit because he informed me that it's very rare for a um, a, a fifth, o or not a fifth overall, I, I keep getting the names mixed up. He says it's really rare for a fifth round pick to, you know, become a star, but I just said, you know, what, what if he does, or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking too far ahead of it. You, you guys know my analysis of it, and if you don't, just check out my Ryan Murray episode, you know. Things of that nature. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I'm excited to see what uh, we could potentially do to build our team. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's continue with the interview or, uh, you know, little that we have left. Um, again, we were talking earlier and you had mentioned that you knew Nikita Gusev just a little bit. You had skated with him prior to or a couple of weeks ago. What do you know about him um, and... Yeah, what do you know about him, and what was sort of that connection like meeting him? I don't know. He's a he's a very easygoing guy. You know, we we kind of knew about each other, but we never met before. So when when we first met, it was it was like we knew each other for you know a long time. Well, Dimitri, thank you so much for doing this. I'm sorry that I made you describe your game. I promise I won't do that anymore. <laughs> and uh, best of luck and good luck with your move to Jersey. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, that's kind of a weird place to leave off, but uh, okay, I, I guess I'll take it. So, yeah, uh, I guess he did know Gusev or uh, knew of, just not on a personal level. Uh, and, you know, as for Amanda Stein, uh, you know, when you ask a bad question to a player or it wasn't even that bad of a question, it was just an interesting one. And, you know, obviously, you know, some athletes are different than others. I've heard athletes who love to describe their game, but usually they're like star 
uh, caliber players, and uh, you know everyone knows what they bring. So it's like um, you know Tom Brady can say what he brings, uh, Sidney Crosby can say what he brings, or or Patrick Kane or LeBron James can say what he brings because you know everyone knows what those players bring night in and night out. Because you know that what do we need to say more about what they're capable of doing? All those players I just listed are Hall of Fame players, so everyone knows what they bring to the table. And you know, obviously they have their weaknesses, but you know, uh, their strengths just outweigh their weaknesses by a whole lot, just just a whole lot. So you know, it, it, it's just an interesting question to ask to someone like. Um, to, to Dmitry Kulikov because, you know, it's just like, you know, it's like, uh, well, what do you want him to say? Because we don't want to get overhyped, but we don't want to uh, get underhyped, if, if that's even a word. So, you know, things of that nature. And it's really exciting. But, you know, like I said, that's a weird way to leave it off. So, you know, at least he knows of someone on the team. But then again, he knows of a lot of players because he's played against them. So it's like, you know, yeah, I knew of Jack Hughes. Never met him on a personal level. Uh, I knew of P.K. Subban. Never knew him on a personal level. I knew of uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, just not on a personal level. So, you know, that's the case for a lot of people. So anyway, I, I, I want to thank Amanda Stein for uh, the interview. And, uh, you know, good job uh, interviewing uh, Kulikov. And by the way, I did a poll on Twitter. And how do you spell Dimitri? first name because I've seen uh, different websites use an I and a Y and you know I, I just left it up and I must say you guys were no help at all because half of you said uh, it's spelled with an I the other half said it's spelled with a Y and uh, a small portion of you said uh, it doesn't matter so you know th- th- thanks that that really helps me out a lot so I'll just stick with the Y like I've been doing so uh, that's about all the time I have for you guys uh, go have fun on Halloween don't have too much fun don't do anything that uh, you're or uh, don't do anything that your crazy best friend would do. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. So, yeah, and uh, be spooky. Uh, also, uh, let the kids go trick-or-treating. They're wearing masks. As long as let them wear masks and, you know, I guess socially distance it if you want to or, you know, leave the candy out on the front porch or I don't know what the case might be. Let the kids have fun, man. Just let them go trick-or-treating. Don't take that away from that. That's my personal opinion. So uh, that's about all the time I have for you guys. Uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. And also, we will be converting to three episodes a week starting November uh, 2nd. So uh, keep that in mind. So I will catch you in the next episode. Peace out.